Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast, because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good morning ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GEA Podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show we're going to go through the Romar Energy Team of the Week from the county finals, so I suppose of the 36, was the three subs in there? Yeah, I'd say that was about right, yeah. There was two for Garner, I think, and three for Armour, so. Okay, okay, so 35, 35. players that were available, we're, we're going to try and narrow it down to 15. Um, we'll also just be bringing a wee bit of news um, on the Horland and Camogie fronts later on in the show, so stay tuned for that at the end. Um, start off with the Romar Energy Team of the Week, and we've just decided that we're, we're going to try and do you know what the funny thing is on this case? I don't think that there's 15 players that played well. You know, played well by their standard mm. across the two sides. And that's where it makes it a little bit difficult to try and pick a team of the week. It is difficult. It really is difficult because there's going to be probably one or two and people will hear this and go, Jesus, how did he make team of the week? But bear in mind, there's only one match. So it's kind of team in a match rather than team of the week. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know what? The one place where there was maybe a bit of a contest was in goals. I thought Ronan Bannon had a very good game, but for me, Liam Brady was was the player of the match, in my opinion. Um, so he, he just edged out, but I think they were both good performances. Yeah, well, I suppose Ronan Bannon didn't have any saves to make, so that wasn't his fault. Whereas Liam had lots to do, and he did it all brilliantly, really. Yeah, there was a good high ball he cleared out, Ronan. Um, he, he came out well. And then I thought, even though Edo, Edo Cole's goal chance, you could see him being rushed. You know, Roland was was rushing off his line to to to, to put pressure on, and and, and it, it worked in enough ways. But his kickouts were were the best part of, of yeah, the game. Yeah, his kickouts are very good. But yeah. Liam Brady just was magnificent. I thought with his shot stopping. Yeah, yeah, absolutely outstanding performance. Um, and you'd imagine he'll be back in on the county panel after after performances like that in the championship. Ah, without a doubt. Yeah, has to be okay. Full back line. Um, we went for Mark McKeever, Brian O'Connell. And Matthew McGee, um, three good performances. Now I think that all all three played well. Well, I thought Brian O'Connell was was man of the match in my eyes. Um, I thought he turned in an unbelievable display of defending and just you know breaking up the play, and putting in hard fair hits and speed. Speed. Who was it? He, he born on that far sideline, running back towards the flaggy bottom end. He he was he started about three four yards behind somebody. <laughs> And absolutely burned them to get in in front of Nick possession. I think that was actually Adam O'Connell. I, I think I oh, was it. Yeah, I, I actually remember your commentary, and I was thinking that, that you had named the wrong O'Connell oh, there. It was okay. actually Adam. Was that it? was yeah. Right. I can't remember what player it was, um, but yeah, he showed his pace there. Yeah. And he, like Adam O'Connell was a big loss for those ten minutes he was off. But yeah, I thought brilliant. I thought Matty McGee was unbelievable. I thought he was just an unbelievable display, like Iron Man stuff, uh, and and good on the ball. Yeah, used the ball really well. You know, probably probably just created the option that was always there. Maybe didn't penetrate out of the full back line area 
like consistently where I'd back him to take on his man nearly every time he gets possession of the ball but didn't didn't maybe that wasn't part of the tactic but um I thought overall a very very solid game but the rammer defenders were on top and that's that's probably the biggest thing of all here when we go through our our six defenders four of them are for rammer yeah and Mar- like Mark McKeever it wasn't his best ever game but uh I his thought he point was, was just class. his point was brilliant like, yeah and like a point we're picking the team of the week here there was only probably, I would say, there was about eight, eight points from play scored in the game. So every point was a huge score to get. There was so little mm. chance to score from play, and his was brilliant. Like, and it yeah. came at a key time. I was just going to say that just before half time, wasn't it? He got yeah, just before half time, the outside of the left ball, uh, boot along the end line. Yeah, yeah, which which brought it back to a one point game. Like it was a crucial score. Um, okay, half back line. Then we went for Key and Madden from Gowan, and then. The two um, from Rammer United were Damien Barkey and Mark McGee. Again, I thought Barkey had a really good game. The block on the double goal chance, Oshin Pearson missed or was saved. Connor Madden was saved. And then who was taking the shot and, and Barkey came in and blocked it? I can't remember who was taking taking that uh, third shot. I don't have any notes in front of me, but it was one of the highlights of the game that was for just pure... Uh, hard stuff and stuff yeah it was brilliant and it was a, one hell of a block I think it might have been Aaron Brady I'm not 100% sure mm-hmm. or, Aaron no, Brady or, or Connor Casey, Casey. Yeah. yeah it was one of the two Casey, of them yeah. but it was, it was it, and that was something that was evident throughout the entire game that the Rammer side were going to battle and battle and battle till the end like they they really should have conceded a goal but because they didn't give up in terms of the ball was gone 10, 15, 20 yards ahead of them they still tracked and ran and sprinted back and got there mm. enough time to help out the goalkeeper after making two great saves. So um, Damien Barkey, brilliant there. Key and Madden, just bossing the play in the first half. His mm. his use of the, the use of the ball, his his runs, he set up definitely one of Aaron Brady's points. Um, was good on freeze as well. Thought overall hit hit a hit a nice point of his own. Um, just a really good display by him from wing back. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, unbelievable pace. The way he could carry the ball and find gaps, very impressive. He's, is he? Is this his best adult season? Well, he was really good in a forward role in twenty eighteen. If you remember, he was straight out of minor, and he, he was very good that year. Garner went. He was a big part of that. That's right. Yeah, very close to, to making the semi final. That's right. But this is his best year since that. Like he did lose his form a wee bit. Um, still more than more to place on the team. Like, but. Back then, he looked like he's worth a place on the county panel. Mm. He definitely looks like he's worth a place on the county panel now. Oh yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt, the way he's playing, he's so two footed. I love, I love watching him play because he's got great balance. He can, he can turn and solo left foot, right foot. He can give passes. He's, he's got a, he's got a lovely range of skill, and he's big lad. Like he's, he's definitely north of six foot. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm gone from estimating anybody's height anymore <laughs> these days. Is he, is he north of six foot? Yeah, I'd he probably say he is. is. Yeah. Where's the programme? Have we got it still? No, it's actually You're good. worse than Kia Mackey. He put himself down as 5'11 in a programme one time. You, you <laughs> add on a few inches too. <laughs> yeah, except I add them on to other people. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm clearly six foot, but other than that... <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I doubt you're six foot. I'm, I'm, calling, I'm calling you out on that one. Okay, look, I'm 5'11 and three quarters, but we'll move on. Um... <laughs> But yeah, really, really good display. And then Mark McGee again, just I thought a, a, a solid defensive display by and by going forward, like he came up with one of the best scores of the game, driving it over the bar at a key stage. Uh, yeah, I thought Mark McGee was brilliant. Yeah, he's um, he's 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 going like again talking about Key and Madden having 
his best season. The McGees are having both McGees are having their best season since twenty sixteen. Like they were brilliant back then and very very young. Like that, they may have had bits of good form, but but now they look like they're fit, fast, strong, and class footballers. Yeah, brilliant. Outstanding. Middle of the field, we went for two Gowner men and two brothers, um, Connor Brady and and Ryan Brady. I thought Connor had a really good game. I, I, I have to hold my hands up. I didn't realize Connor Brady was that fast. Like he's born in lads. Yeah, he, he's he, very very fast. He is. I look. I'll hold my hands up too. I didn't think he was as good as he is until I saw him in this championship. Mm. And I know he's had had injury problems. So he probably should have yeah, taken yeah, that into account. Yeah. Like he didn't play well at all for Calvin this year, and. I, I I was thinking, you know, is he, I don't know if he, if if he's good enough for that level. But it's completely wrong because playing as well as he's playing and showing the athleticism that he's showing and the speed, score taking, goal scoring, pass, the things he's shown in senior championship football, he's definitely a county player. Mm. And I thought he, I thought he had another great game. The end product probably wasn't as as always there on Sunday, um, but it had been there in every other game, mm. and he, and he really took it to Rambert. I thought he was the best of the four midfielders. Yeah, a, p- a key part of Gowney's game is when they get the ball in their own half or, or in the middle toward is that they go hard and go fast and so by Connor carrying the ball at speed the rammer defence are kind of looking your, your attention is drawn to the ball first and foremost but that allows then runners off the ball at speed to come so without Connor running at speed the runners off the ball nearly draw more attention but because Connor runs at such speed there, then he can lay off to somebody running at extra speed, which breaks lines and, and got them into great position. So I think Connor's. I, I have to give credit again to the, to the gown of management. Connor, before this, in my head, was a man marker, a mm. stopper. But someone made the point to me, a gown of man, that like, he was played in that role and he was played in that role with the county as well. And he was saying, this fellow was saying to me that the last few years he's been looking at that and talking to a few of his buddies and saying, He's far too good of a footballer to be playing in that role. And you can see that now with the club, that he is too good of a footballer to sacrifice his own game. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And and the management deserve huge credit because they've, they've used Ryan Brady more in a stopper's role, although he wasn't playing in a stopper's role at the weekend. But um, yeah, really, really good display. And then Ryan Brady goes in. I don't think it was his best display I of, think of this the is year. The, this like, is the closest call. And you swayed me a wee bit on this one. And I can see the tea on this one. I possibly, I think... But the only thing I can't really split them would possibly Larry Caffrey. Um but it was a very close call this one. I can see why why you're you wanted Ryan and uh fair enough. But yeah. I thought I thought there wasn't much in it. No, I'd agree. I'd agree. Like <laughs> I, I, I you couldn't say it was a clear dominance. Like there was one ball, I remember early doors where uh Larry caught the ball clear over over Ryan's head and it looked like he was about to dominate. But then Ryan, in fairness to him, he's got the battling qualities that he's not overawed by somebody getting the better of him, he's he's annoyed by somebody getting the better of him, and he'll go in and he'll he'll work extra hard for the next ball. So I thought it was a good battle between the pair of boys. You know, wasn't wasn't a lot between them in fairness, but um, look at I I I I I thought we go with Ryan, but yeah. I I could have easily been swayed the other way too. So nothing between the pair of lads. Half forward line then we went for Ben Smith, Ryan Donahue, and Aaron Brady. Um, ben Smith, for me, this was his best game of the championship. I wasn't that convinced that he was doing enough to keep out Gareth Mannion off the team or Cahill Maguire or a few, few options like that, even moving maybe Killian in as a half forward. But what a game. I thought he had a really solid game. Yeah, you see, young player, it's the second final, all right, but a young player, and that fourth shot he took, 
it was hanging in the air and you were thinking what's going to happen here and the ball seemed to be in the air for about 10 seconds and then it clipped off the upright and went yeah. in and that, I think that gave him confidence and I thought he had a great game he worked really hard he used the ball well he's a nice foot passer he cords it nicely and off the, off the instep and he's very athletic mm. you know covers ground and, 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 and really good engine to him he I, hadn't been playing well and there was a, there was a school of thought that maybe uh, he'd be better off coming on in that game but I thought that Rammer would need his pace uh, mm. with the pace that, that Garner have out there in the middle third and yeah I thought I thought he's totally deserving yeah um, Ryan Dunhu at centre half forward early miss um, from an easier position than the one that probably got him onto the team the one at the end like that's that's like if you think about back to the situation Connor Madden who scores from the sideline Ulster Championship semi-final you know comes on and, and scores in the Ulster final you know, magnificent points he shied away from a slightly better position than Ryan Dunahoo took on with the outside of the right boot like that that showed confidence it showed an ability obviously well, to do it probably showed the, the fearlessness of youth as well like to say he shied away you could you could argue that he showed his experience and said I'm not going to take a pot shot so you're right actually yeah, yeah that, and, and that probably, probably is probably a better way of putting it yeah you're right but Ryan Dunahoo just had that bit of exuberance and he just said what the hell I don't care. I missed one earlier. I go for yeah. this. And what a point! Yeah. Like oh, brilliant, brilliant. It it was the sort of point that was good enough to win most games. Yeah, you know, just wasn't on this occasion the winner. But it was it was a an absolute masterful stroke. And I thought he done another. Like he done a, some very good things. A couple of good kickouts. One, um, you know, simple link play as well. He, he, do you know what? There's there's a lot of football in Ryan Donahue, and although oh, he's, yeah. he's overage for under twenties, he, he's a lad we could see in a calf and jersey in time. Because if he he's been troubled with injury, yeah, I I think he's definitely a lad that we're going to see playing with Calvin. You see any young fella, a teenager like him, uh, or maybe he's twenty now, um, playing that well and scoring the way he's been scoring in the senior championship, you have to mark him out. If he continues at the natural progression that a a fella his age should, he, by the time he's twenty two or three, he should be county standard. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I definitely agree. And then Aaron Brady, kind of the surprise package, they toured the Brady brothers to make the team, and they toured on the Gowna side, obviously. Um, but really took his points well you know kind of ghosted in there that maybe maybe Rammer weren't expecting him but I remember him at minor and he was a really good finisher like a top quality forward as well so um, I think he did a cruise shit a couple of years ago didn't he that's right yeah. he might have even done a second did he yeah, no, he, had, he, he had, had a bad another, run of another, injuries another, yeah, yeah but like nobody nobody in the match scored more than him from play which, which says that's a lot right, like yeah. you know he, he was Two points from play were absolutely huge because there weren't that many points from play in the game. Like, um, well, Rammer got four, I think, was it? Or five? Two from James Brady, two from Ado Cole. And one from Ben Smith. They got five and, and Garner got... From Mark McGee and Jack Brady. Each got one from play, didn't they? Oh, they did, that's right, yeah. So, Garner got... Se- or Rammer got seven, seven. From, from play and Garner got... Two from Aaron Brady there. One, one from, from Key and Madden, one from Ushin Pearson, one from Ryan Donahue, so one from five. Mark McKeever. Six. Six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the scores from play were hard hard enough to come by. There was only thirteen scored. Yeah. And yeah. he got two of them, Aaron Brady. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Good good performance. One thing's for sure, they're not going to not watch him this weekend. Yeah, yeah, no, the cats are in the bag there. Cats out, yeah. Definitely. Um okay, full forward line. We went for James Brady, um, Rammer, Edo Cole and Connor Casey. And again, we'll, we'll start off with the definite. For me, Edo Cole was the definite here. I thought he was outstanding to a point. I thought 
So his ball winner on the inside line was excellent. Um, maybe didn't always have the runners off the shoulder like he was used to getting, but two points from open play and general contribution, I thought was was, was very good. Probably should have had a goal. Was was the only blotch on his character, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's right. But he he had a very good game. Thought he did play captain's part there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the goal was was unfortunate. Like like. Edo, Edo does like the top corner we see the do, do it before in county finals as well yeah. find the top corner he, he went for it he was off target but he took his two points well and particularly one of them was at a key point as well yeah I suppose every score I suppose in that game was the key score but it was huge um, Connor Casey for me good display and I was more of a a middle toward player than, than an inside man but he wore the number 15 and, and to be honest I, I, I think that what he showed was that for as you said a big lad He's got loads of pace, and he's got he's got a nice little bit of composure about him as well. I I I've seen him through underage, and and just wonder, you know, would he be one of these players that because he was so big at underage, that he might never transfer into a, a senior footballer? But I've no doubt about it. This is a this is a if he continues to work hard, if he continues to to develop the way he has this year, he's a county senior in the making. If he if he if he continues, yeah. but it's, oh, it, it is a big if. Still. He's a real prospect, but I was I was impressed with him now. Uh, I thought his pace again caused Ram a bit of bother, and it's just his sheer size. Mm. Um, James Brady, like I'm, I'm still debating. For me, there wasn't a huge amount between James Brady and Ushin Pearson for this position. I'd say James probably just edged it that the two points from open play as opposed to one from Ushin Pearson. Yeah, I, well, I thought I thought James made more impact on the game. To be honest, like. Two points in play, and he scored a difficult free as well. Mm, now, that's he, right. He did, went out of the game a bit in the second half, and he did have a wide, where you're kind of expecting James Brady to score every time he gets a shot because he's so accurate. Um, but yeah, for I for me, I thought he did well though. I did think he he, he did well. Um, the chances were hard to come by in the second half. Like what, there was only seven points scored, mm. so you can't really hold it against him. I don't think that he didn't score in the second half, but he had three points scored by half time. Uh, of those three difficult scores, he knocked over a couple of close range frees as well. So, yeah, I, I thought I thought he's deserving of it. Yeah. Okay. So so it means that there's seven gowners on the Roma Energy team of the week and eight Rammers, uh, Rammer United players. So it's uh, interesting to what way you read into that. Then is there more room for improvement now in Gowner yeah. than there is Rammer? So it's seven seven in the outfielders. Like yeah. So it's close, but I I think there's a few marginal calls. Like you could easily, you know. It wasn't for the black I card. Ra- I thought Adam O'Connell did well, only for the black card. Yeah, um, yeah, it left wasn't him his out. fault. Like, you know, there was there was a few there was a few marginal ones, but well, you could you could take Ryan Brady out of there and put in Lawrence Caffrey. There wouldn't be a big big uh, uproar about that either. You know, there there was a few marginal calls like that within it. Um, in fairness, so I think that uh, and, and even Ryan Donahue, while overall the, the point was, was sublime. Could you put in a Ram United player instead of him? You know, it's, it's, possible. it's possible. Yeah, Sean McAvoy didn't have his best game. He's quiet. Simon Cadden was quiet as well, and Simon gave away a bit of possession in the second half after after winning a couple of good balls. Mm. Those players, will, I think, those players will play well though. Now, um, I think they'll play well on Sunday, and I think Conor Madden will play well on Sunday. They're, they're good players, and they'll be hurt by not playing well. And I think, although to be fair, we're holding Sean McAvoy to a very high standard because. I don't know, he wasn't bad. He just was quiet. But he was busy, but yeah, didn't have the same impact. But I did think his pace caused Garner problems. Well, it, it, it clearly did because Fiona and Brady went off injured trying to catch him. Yeah. You know, like that, that that definitely caused a problem. But I thought James Madden done well when he came on to him. Um, yeah. 
probably probably slowed them down a wee bit but where they they I thought where Rammer found it hard was to get Sean into the game so they were they played an awful lot of possession football inside in their own half back full back line and Sean was up in the half forward line mm. so they needed to bridge that gap yeah. in order to get him further into the game but um, yeah interesting one actually we're, go- we're probably going to have a we're going to have to get a, a an extra opinion here because the the ultimate heat pads player of the week we're going to have to pick out and I've no doubt you're going to go for Brian O'Connell and I'm going to go for Liam Brady so will we will we put this one out to we could either do the 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 easy thing and ask Mickey Brennan or we could allow our listeners to to give us a vote yeah it's it's tough like do you go with the with the masses who can be kind of there's a madness of crowds there, or do you go with the madness of one? Yeah, you see, that's exactly it. It's it's the variation. We'll look at we'll 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 definitely announce the the player of the week later on in the week, and we'll decide exactly what way we're going to do it after after the show here. So, or we could split the voucher. The boys could go for a meal together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We definitely definitely good. Um, okay, so the team of the week is Liam Brady from Rammer and Goals. Mark McKeever from Gauna, Brian O'Connell and Matthew McGee from Rammer making up the fullback line. Halfback line is Kean Madden from Gauna with Damian Barkey and Mark McGee from Rammer United. Middle of the field is a Gauna pairing and both from the Brady household, Connor and Ryan. Half forward line then is Ben Smith from Rammer United, Ryan Donahue from Gauna and Aaron Brady from Gauna. And the full forward line then is from Rammer United, James Brady and Edo Cole and from Gauna, Connor Casey. So... That's our Romer Energy team of the week um, for this weekend, for, for last weekend's final, sorry. Um, just moving on, some, some other news on top. We have a new Cavan senior camogie manager, <laughs> gone in-house or gone inside the county, but a man with lots of experience. He's won senior camogie championships with Lacken. Um, he's won. He's he's coached the long the Leitrim ladies football team, managed the Leitrim ladies football team, and uh, Philip the Gunner's the new man. Good stuff. Congratulations to Philip. Um, yeah, he's big big boots to fill there because Cavan Cavan have done very well on the Jimmy Gravel there the last couple of years. Wheels came off a wee bit this year because I know he was very bullish after they won the the league. Was it? That's that right. We'll be we'll be back. Like he was like, there's a lot more to come. We'll be back here. And, um, don't, don't know what happened, but it just didn't kick on from there. But uh, yeah, but that's exciting there for Cavan Camogie, new manager, uh, full of ideas, I'm, I'm sure, and lots of experience. Knows how to win win championships in mm. football and hurling. Yeah, without a doubt. So we'll catch up with Philip um, in the next couple of weeks when when the 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 rest of Everton settles down a wee bit and and get his plans. He can tell us all about it. Um, before <coughs> we look back on the senior hurling final. Cavan are in the hunt for a new senior hurling manager. Ollie Bellew um, and Thomas Mannion have have uh, stepped away after. That's their second year, isn't it? Or is it their third? Can you remember? I'd say it's two years. No, yeah, it, yeah uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I I think it's two years, but it could be three. But anyway, again, talk about big boots to fill. Like the two lads were absolutely. I suppose from a personal point of view. To deal with they were just brilliant gentlemen and you could i remember saying on the podcast and saying to you 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 never come away from a conversation with ollie bell you kind of going well geez, i didn't really agree with that you, you you come away from it going i'm going to go through a wall for that fella mm. you know he mm. there was such a likable factor with him that it, it's you could see why Cavan made such progress but it's important to Cavan now get the right person to fill those boots because he made massive strides or they made massive strides because Thomas Mannion's training's 
lads just raving, rave about how good they were. But that's I think that's a real, real loss to Cavan. And, and I hope that that's that everything was done to hold on or to try to hold on to them. But maybe coming from Galway, coming from Belfast, it's a long taxing journey to be doing for six months or nine months of the year, you know. Yeah, it's just a pity they didn't get their hands on the cup there um, in Crow Park. But yeah, no, I'd definitely reiterate that. The gentleman to do it. And I believe Tomás was was really outstanding. I did hear it last year or after Laurie Maher that some of the lads were saying like it might be a battle to hold on to because he's so good like, mm. and he'd be in demand at a real high level of Hurling. Yeah, yeah. So look, I wish the lads the very best of luck where, wherever they go or whatever they do. But it was it was definitely a pleasure to have them around the Cavan Horland scene. Anyway, um, speaking of Cavan Horland, could Hill are the champions? Um, outstanding game actually. Uh, you know, you were you were busy. You were down in Waterford at an All Ireland final. We'll come to that in a, in a minute. You can tell us briefly about that. But the um, could Hill Celtic getting back? the cup for the first time since 2016 so Kevin O'Carney was was uh, was dancing around the press box <laughs> he's some man for dancing I didn't realise it <laughs> yeah great great win for Cudhill now I didn't actually I was, as you said didn't get to the game but heard it was a really good game it was in the mix to the end it was a cracking game I have to say like Cudhill were the better side over the in, the entirety of the game but almost let it slip like so after the first or at the first water break it was four points to three um in favour of Coot Hill. Then by half time it was one five to six in favour of Coot Hill. A goal from James McKay um after a Philip McCabe shot drop short. He's stuck in the back in it just before half time. And if that was after Pierce Oaks had got in front, Sean Keaton and uh, James Smith, who had an outstanding performance for Pierce Oaks, hitting two points in a row just uh, on the 22nd, 26th minute to give them a uh, one point advantage coming from one behind. Then after half time, Could Hill really hammered it by Ushin Carlin getting a goal, um, shot kind of dropped short and then broke into the, into the back of the net. But that Put a two five to six points, but Kevin Keneally came off the bench for Pierce Oaks, um, got a got a, a goal straight away, then a point from Faker Hughes. Faker Hughes had a brilliant game up and down the sideline, and some he hit two points I think in the end, but there were two sublime points that most most inter county top senior holders would be delighted with. You know those ones that you're coming across the body from the sideline. And, and and almost under forty five or just outside, but you're running at full tilt and you're Class. kinda of going it's real difficult skill to execute. But uh, n- nailed them, brilliant score. Eugene Hill then uh, hit one from near the sideline coming back for, for Pierce Oaks and another one then from Sean Keaton. Um when he was going for goal, very unlucky, just went over the crossbar, but that brought it back to a one-point game. Then just before the water break, two Dermot Carney points, one of them fifty five metres. It was massive, absolutely brilliant. Dermot Dermot Carney was just class cut above everybody in fairness on the field um and we will we, hear from Dermot in a minute eugene hill then after the water break brought it back to a two-point game then another point um at speed from faker hughes um but then it was two points for pierce oaks james smith with a free and then james smith with uh, another 65 that dropped right through and into the back of the net and about pierce oaks in front 29 to 210 with four minutes of ordinary time left and you kind of thought oh god could hill are going to lose this one after being the better side for most of the game but they showed huge character huge huge uh, resilience dermot carney with a free emmett mcgee with a point he was kind of falling away from the goals you know with a 
the defenders were rushing out and he kind of was, was tracking back, back to the goals and then swung it over the shoulder, falling away, really classy score. Faker Hughes with the final point for Coot Hill made a 2-12, 2 Then James Smith with a free from 50 metres, brought it back to one point. Um, but they just didn't, they ran out of time, uh, Pierce Oaks, to get another score and Coot Hill got the, got the victory, deserving victory. And after the game, I caught up with the Coot Hill man of the match, Dermot Carney, and manager Brian Brady. Game by player of the match, Dermot Kearney, after lifting the, the senior championship hurling title here in, in Cavan. I, I can't believe that's your first one. I thought you were still playing in 16, but it's it's a, a nice feeling. Uh, oh, I don't even have the words. My heart's still beating here. To make it, have the first one now in five years for the club is sweet, but personally, I'm speaking, to have it my first ever hurling senior medal, and this is my fifth year playing, this makes it even sweeter. And playing with the boys that have been playing underage hurling since I was seven or eight years of age, and come on here and I was playing with the brother and stuff, it just makes that bit sweeter. And, uh, all the hard work that we know have gone in the club for five years, barren spell, it wasn't too pretty, but uh, thank God now we're back here on, on the top table. Yeah, what, I suppose, take it back to 2016, after winning three in a row, you would have expected to be at least win another few. What what was different this year? What did you change? Um, I, I can't say for certain it was one thing, but five years is a bit of a spell. Maybe heads went down after the first few years, not winning that fourth one in a row um, after so much expectation. But different things, but boys relocating home, um, probably concerned with the fact that we're getting older from the age group of when the Horton team first started out, that boys are now living at home, working home, they're qualified, graduated. Um, so it's just hopefully things we can kick on now and not fall back into the, the barren spells in Cavan Horton. Seven points for yourself was a phenomenal display, but there's a lot of good performances around the Good Hill team. Oh, like it's, it's obviously the score sheet will show whatever person X meant to points, but just even simple things. James McKittrick, for example, not the name names, but James came on there hadn't pucked much hurling now in the last year, apart from the first seven or eight weeks there coming back in this final. He came on, won a 50 50 ball, things were getting hot and heavy, and we were under the cash. And he came on, won a 50 50 ball, got his knees dirty, could have went home without the shower, was straight to the pub, but he was come on, got the knees dirty. And that's the sort of thing that came on. He's been playing hurling maybe since he was 10 or 11 when, when, in 2004 when the club was started, and he came on there and did a shift not looking for any glory or thanks and that's the sort of thing the commitment of the boys all over the field there's maybe 18 90 boys 18 90 boys come on there and to people like him coming on here and playing the part where I might get the accolades and stuff but he'll not get much applause for that but that just shows the spirit that we have here Yeah, I suppose your brother coming off the bench like obviously injury struck but it was great to, to have that and then your father who back in 2004 started this whole process so it's a sweet moment for the Kearney household It is of course uh, and older brother John home he's unfortunately a long term injury at a couple of hip operations so it would be nice to have the three of us on the field and uh, like it hasn't been done before as I said my first senior medal but that time will come please God um, and obviously the foundations started back then nice family touched it but it was basically one big family it's a cliche but we're all living locally going to school together and stuff so it's just a proud moment overall for the, for the green and white hotel here Yeah well well done there well, well deserved man of the match congratulations joined by the Coot Hill Celtic hurling manager after picking up the senior championship here in Cavan Brian Brady uh, I think I understand this isn't your first senior championship in, in uh, you have a number of counties covered at this stage yeah I've a couple in Loud three in Loud actually and then I've uh, one in uh, Monaghan and I've uh, one in Armagh as well brilliant and the last four finals we've won them all by a point so it must be a lucky <laughs> omen for something I'll tell you what, it was a cracking finish in the end. Your boy showed some character when that last goal went in for Pierce Oaks. Yeah, we weren't for giving up. The boys put in a hell of an effort over the last couple of months and uh, we weren't for giving up today. Looking at it, the, the, could Hill 2016 since they, they last lifted this title, um, but this crop of players, they expected to, to win more. What changed this year with them? 
I think that I went in and it's, I, I told them it was our time to win it and I felt it was our time and it turned out that it was. Some great lads there from the Cavan uh, panel that had a disappointing day in Crow Park earlier on and they really drove it on when in the club as well and they, they weren't for, for passing today. They didn't want to let it go by without giving it a massive effort. Some huge performances there, massive scores at crucial stages. Dermot Carney picking up the, the player of the match, seven points. He was instrumental. Dermot was brilliant in all, right through the championship. He was our top scorer, obviously, our talisman. And he deservedly won the man in the match. And I'm glad he he is the best hurler in cabin as far as I'm concerned. And he proved it out there today. And he got his just deserved man in the match award. Yeah, some huge scores though from around the field. Todd and Carlin, massive, massive goal. Obviously, Fakra, yeah. um, Hughes with, with some really spectacular points. Yeah, Fakra got to uh, the breaking ball off off Damon twice and scored two fabulous points, which I thought would put us in the driving seat. But the late goal changed everything. We went a point behind, but the boys dug it out and got the two scores and. We finished on top and I thought we deserved it just about on the night. Yeah. Ward for Pierce Oaks, a really good performance by them too to push you right to the end. Yeah, Pierce Oaks, it's great to have four senior clubs. You can't go below four and expect to, to drive on Hurling in the county. Uh, hopefully uh, new clubs will be found from within Pierce Oaks, from the areas they're from uh, at underage and uh, ho- hopefully maybe in a few years time there might be six, eight, ten clubs in the county and that's the way you've got to go because it is the greatest game in the world and I know it's a, a, not as popular as football in Cavan but it's a lovely game for kids to play and that's uh, it's a beautiful thing even if the if they out foreign to be able to play hurling for for an Irish man is 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 a very worthwhile thing to have. Well, the, the finals, the county finals, they seem to be getting better and better. Two twelve to two eleven. That's entertainment. Our target score was three seventeen. We didn't get it, but I'm happy enough for two twelve. Our congratulations, Brian. Maybe next year you hit the three seventeen. Oh, God only knows. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for visiting. Brady's Arva Limited. Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. I suppose briefly on, on, on well, Dermot Carney, firstly, you know how good he is, class hurler. Comes from a, a massive hurling family and obviously his father was, 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 as I said earlier, delighted. But Brian Brady, senior championship winner, manager in Loud, Armagh, Monaghan and now Cavan. That's a hell of a record. Jeez, that's a hell of a record. I didn't realise that, yeah. Michael McDermott has the same now, four senior championships in football. That's four right. different counties. He was over Wolf Tones at the weekend, so brilliant, yeah. I didn't realise that. What a record. Not an easy thing to do, but but uh, definitely a, a huge, huge plus for them. So congratulations to Coothill Celtic. Um, they'll, they'll march on into an Ulster championship. I'm not sure exactly who to play in that, but we'll, we'll try to keep um, an eye out on that as, as it comes closer in a couple of weeks' time. Um, that's all we've time for. Paul, any other business? No, that's about it, Damien. Yeah, off to do a bit of fishing. Sorry, time for one more thing. Cavan were beating in All Ireland final Friday night, unfortunately. 
in the handball, yeah, unfortunately, I don't want to talk about it too much because it's a sore <laughs> it's one. But, it's um, yeah, Niall McGee in the under 17 singles All Ireland final, uh, which was delayed from last year. Um, what happened last year was Niall was eligible for under 15. He won the county trials and he was a close contact or something at the time. He couldn't play his game. We put him in the under 17 grade just for to get him a game. So three years ahead. But he would be two years ahead of. So playing lads two years older and he actually won Ulster and when when um, Hamburg resumed there recently he went to Kilkenny and he beat the Leinster champion easily in his own alley in Kilfane but I, th- I thought he might have done it uh, I thought he would have done it but at the occasion probably got to him a wee bit but uh, he was well beaten on the evening by a fella called Charlie Treen unusual name from Waterford who, who was playing in his, in his home court the way the fixture yeah. worked out but um, very disappointing but at the same time I you know, you'd have taken it at the start of the year. Um, I was just going to say that like yeah. fi- an under fifteen getting to an All Ireland under seventeen in a singles competition. Yeah, it would be one. unheard of. It would be yeah. unheard of. He's very, very, very talented. Um, but it showed it the other night that there's still a lot, lot to do. But uh, very, very talented player. So exciting times for Kevin Hamble, and he's going to Belfast this weekend to play in the Golden Gloves tournament along with Matthew Smith and Adam McKenna as well so and along with Oliver McChrystal those four lads all have all Ireland finals coming up on the 28th of November delayed from last year as well in, in doubles so uh, we'll we'll talk about them when it comes to the time what's the win? it was the Paul's tone of voice just because way down when it's a defeat in handball <laughs> it nearly doesn't hurt them as much when the footballers are being <laughs> yeah look at congratulations but making all Ireland final is, is, is no easy easy feat um, and, and a huge huge uh, huge positive for him if he can continue working no doubt he'll, he'll continue to improve and, and bring medals home from now on that brings us to the end of the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast don't forget to tune into patreon.com forward slash we are Calvin where we'll be uh, re- previewing sorry the senior football final later on in the week and um, so that'll be in-depth analysis of the replay between Rammer and Garner yes it was great yes it was great yes it was great stuff and Larry has put it over the it was hard, fast football after that. You're in Kevin, Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then the cave, and it's over the lap, and Kevin are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Andy Legged Farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah!